Alright guys, welcome back to another session of uh, Pointlessly Interesting Talks. You're here with my boy Darasi. What's up? And uh, Salad here himself. <laughs> right, so we're just going to get back into today. Um, Darasi, yeah, sure. kick us off? Yeah, like I was just talking about, um, there was, uh, I'm talking about science. Basically, you mentioned before that there was scientists. That, yeah. This is before we started the podcast, so it's like a, kind of like a, us being ready, getting yeah, ready for this yeah, podcast. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah, uh, you mentioned yeah, The that, briefing before the yeah, uh, <laughs> exactly. podcast, yeah. Uh, you mentioned that scientists, basically, they're not like uh, innovating anymore. Mm-hmm. Like you said before, someone said mm-hmm. that... Um, Basically, everyone right now, all the scientists are in the box that Einstein created. Basically. Exactly, yeah. And yeah. that's what they're working on right yeah. now, basically. Then they're not going beyond the limits anymore. Is yeah. that what you're saying? Right? Yeah, pretty much. Uh, exactly what I was saying. Basically, um, you know, I was looking at a few other things and uh, while I was doing some research on other stuff. And I came across uh, this guy who made an interesting point. He was saying how back in the days that you know a lot of the scientists were always trying to think outside of the box they were pioneering by thinking outside of the box and that it was always like religious um, authorities and heads of you know certain religious uh, religions that that were more the limited minds you know um, and I, I'm, I'm talking not even in terms of existence of God or whatever just back in the days of just like everybody thought like you know that the, the, everything revolved around the earth earth was the center of the universe and that everything just revolved around that until it was like it was scientists that were, you know, willing to think outside of the box, willing to challenge every single idea. Um, who, you know, thought, what if, what if that wasn't the case? And that eventually led to, um, you know, them discovering that uh, our solar system revolves around the sun, and that, you know, that, that every star is actually a sun, and so forth. You know, but what I was saying to you as well, uh, Darasi, was that, um, you know, nowadays I don't think it's like that, and I, I think that. Um, scientists have kind of lost their way in that sense you know they're they they tend to think inside of this box um, uh, when they when they're trying to be innovative uh, you know the box or the limits that we know from Einstein and uh, you know Newton and all of that and they stay within those realms of physics yeah that they don't really test they don't really they don't really like go- push the limits exactly the exactly but the thing is like uh, and uh, and then I said basically, you know, like why I think basically mm-hmm. these periods where mm-hmm. scientists are not really making any breakthroughs or mm-hmm. no major breakthroughs anyway, or not the one the ones that we know about anyway. Yeah. Uh, these periods, I'm sure they happened many times throughout history. Yeah. Like, uh, another another example of it basically was uh, we were watching the, the the show on Netflix. It actually came out 2014. This show. Oh, okay. It's called uh, yeah. It's called the uh, Cosmos uh, uh, Time and you know, Space Time Par. Uh, Space Time Odyssey. I said, because it sounds funny. Space Time Odyssey, which is uh, basically presented by um, Neil deGrasse Tyson, uh, the the astrophysicist, Mm -hmm. and he explains things uh, quite well. And one of the episodes were about. uh, Yeah, by the way, I would recommend everyone to go check that out. Um, Definitely. Yeah, Darasi introduced me to that as well. It's really well done. They have some nice graphics and really explains it very well. Yeah, yeah, Yeah. So basically, this uh, this was an episode about uh, Newton. Mm. And uh, Newton basically, like, uh, he did, uh, among many things, like gravity. like creating the formulas for gravity and uh, describing, not describing gravity, everyone yeah. knew there was a force there. But yeah. he found a way to calculate it mm. and uh, use that yeah, yeah. to calculate other things, basically. Mm-hmm. And uh, basically, he saw he worked on that. That was uh, him pioneering in that aspect. Yeah. 
but another thing as well, he uh, what he did was uh, working with light, mm. and uh, I think it was he he was the first one who discovered that light uh, existed. No, not existed. Sorry, it was uh, it was actually the rainbow colored combined. Oh. So basically, yeah, when light uh, he created this prism, mm. uh, this uh, triangular elongated piece of glass I, guess. I don't know how to describe it it's called a prism basically you know? yeah. okay. and, uh, and then when uh, light went through it mm. from the other side uh, the rainbow colors came out okay you know what I mean and uh, oh, he split light up and so there's many yeah, exactly, rainbow yeah. colors and, okay. and the way that happens basically oh. it's called uh, I think it's called uh, diffraction or refraction one of them okay. two okay. and uh, when the light comes in mm. it changes the, the, to a different angle and uh, and the speed of light kind of varies dependent on the frequencies of each color. Mm -hmm. So the I think oh, was yeah. um, red has the no not the frequency sorry the wavelength sorry mm -hmm. uh, I think red has the highest wavelength. Mm -hmm. and like it's basically it's like a it's, a, it's red and violet from either side of the of this spectrum, spectrum. So, and then yeah, the yeah. colors in between. Yeah. So red has the highest uh, wavelength and. Uh, Violet. Uh, violet is, has the lowest one mm. or it's the other way around I'm not sure but it's the two extremes basically you know? yeah, yeah. and that's why they split but basically yeah. they go slower within the pr pr prism mm. and they come out different times that's why you see the different colors come out from the white light okay okay mm. that's interesting yeah exactly so that's what he was working on and then yeah. uh, and then basically that's where he he kind of like uh, he didn't go Renewed, deep into yeah. it yeah you know? yeah and uh, actually, in this show, the um, Space Time Odyssey, yeah. uh, basically they, they they make like kind of like uh, animations of uh, Newton doing the experiments and stuff like that. Okay. And uh, basically, when Newton was doing this experiment about light, mm. they kind of like he was looking like uh, he was about to look into the light, the rainbow light, with a microscope. But someone came in and called him away, basically, and he stopped. Oh, it was kind of like a yeah, representation yeah. of him not finishing the work, basically. Yeah, but that that yeah. maybe no, didn't really happen. It's just a representation, oh, you know? Just a nicely way yeah, exactly, of yeah, emphasizing know? that, yeah. Yeah, exactly. So basically, Hilarious, that's where he yeah, stopped. That's yeah, what they're saying, yeah. you know? And, uh, and yeah, he did. And then wow. later on, uh, I think it was um, years and years after. Mm -hmm. I can't remember how many years, to be honest. But mm -hmm. Or maybe I'm wrong. I'm not sure. But it was years, years after about with a different scientist. Yeah, and he was where this scientist was, was working. Uh, they actually told the story of him. You know, like he was uh, an orphan and he was working with the, like in a, a mirror factory and he was being poisoned and stuff. And then okay. eventually he got picked up by this uh, king, I think. And okay. the king gave him uh, like a chance to go to university and study and stuff like that. And then eventually this guy became one of the, the most important people in the country because he was creating uh, lenses for ah. telescopes and increasing basically the technology yeah. the, the technological advances of that country okay and uh, another thing about government basically mm. like uh, you always say government's hoax things actually in this aspect they did they actually kept it a secret of how he made these lenses well you see yeah, I, 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 I don't want to sound like you know, I, I, I told you so <laughs> in the previous I mean, basically yeah. in the previous podcast you were talking about how NASA has uh, Basically, hog technology. Hog technology. I like still believe that, by stuff. the way. <laughs> no, oh, that yeah. could happen. Yeah, yeah. Could that, happen. Yeah. It has happened, bro. Okay, okay. But we're not gonna dive into that right now. Yeah, yeah. If anyone's interested in that, they can always uh, go Check back and check the previous uh, ones. Yeah. 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 But yeah. So, yeah, yeah. so basically, like, so he was working in lenses, mm. and then eventually he he was doing experiments as well with prisms and uh, whatnot. Mm -hmm. And then eventually he looked into the prism or the like, like the rainbow light that came out of the white light right. through a telescope. Okay. Uh, not a telescope, sorry, a microscope. Uh -huh. And then he saw that within these, like uh, the rainbow colors, uh -huh. there's actually gaps within them, like black gaps. Okay. Kind of like barcodes. Right. Yeah, yeah. And that 
was a, it was an explosive advancement Whoa, because so he saw what like like like, a, like those rainbow gaps lights, between the yeah between the rainbow lights like yeah. kind of yeah. random places you know mm, mm. and they're, they're just gaps like black like gaps it's kind yeah. of like in, uh, it's not black gaps it's actually I think is one of the invisible uh, one of the uh, one lights of the, from the yeah, invisible yeah, spectrum yeah, yeah, like yeah. ultraviolet or yes uh, yes yes, yes. or infrared or something like yes, that yes you know? yes 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 yeah. okay and uh, he found that basically and mm. now. The way they use that in this, in right now, like in our life right now, uh-huh. is uh, what I told you before. Before, before we started recording, yeah. I told you that I was always fascinated at how did they find planets yes. that are suitable for habitation. Oh, okay. Yeah, you did. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Word is. How do they know what was? Uh, you yeah, know, because they say this Earth has a lot of water, has a lot of like this gas or oxygen or something like that. You, know, yeah. you know, I was like, the furthest object, the man-made object that we have, mm. is the Voyager One, which is Voyager we just one. barely made it outside of our solar system. Yeah. And these planets the they're talking about. Yeah. yeah. Exactly. The probe uh, Voyager One. Mm-hmm. Um, and this, like these planets, they they found. I'm pretty sure they're far out of uh, our solar system yeah mm-hmm. but they still found them I'm always uh, questioning like how did they find them they have no probes there and I'm pretty sure even if they have a telescope they can't tell that with from a telescope right yeah so yeah how then? exactly it was it was actually quite smart it's really smart <laughs> I, I didn't okay. realize that you know but basically uh, let me explain it like you know how we see color mm. basically everything around us reflects light yeah like uh, this table right now like a, it, when lights hit it, yeah. like it actually absorbs all the colors except brown. Ah. That's why it reflects back and we see it as brown. It reflects ah, back to our okay. eyes. That's how it happens. That's and yeah, exactly. Yeah. And once you look into that reflection, yeah. Uh, what they call it? Once you look into that reflection, mm-hmm. uh, to remo- uh, what do you call it? Microscope. Mm-hmm. You actually see these like uh, black gaps. Yeah. Uh, like in the reflection in the, yeah. under the mic- microscope. Yeah. And every uh, element mm. gives out a different code. Okay. Yeah, exactly. So basically, the the atoms within uh, like uh, within any object. Yeah. Where, whatever they're made of. This is made of wood. So yeah. they ca- if they if they see the light reflected, they can tell it's wood, but they can't tell what it is. Basically, yeah. right? that's yeah. what I mean. Yeah. And uh, basically, like the atoms of wood or. Uh, Whatever, have, like, and it basically yeah. they absorb, they kind of, I think they give out, I'm not sure about exact, uh, exact, uh, the exact yeah. science of it, yeah. but I think they give out um, random bursts of uh, invisible light, some invisible light, I'm not sure if it's uh, infrared or not, but Just basically, yeah, but it's always consistent, you know, mm. wood, mm. any wood mm. gives out uh, this certain kind of uh, It gives it out signature. on its own? No, no, it's, uh, they reflect. You know, like I was told you. Ah, like, you mean you look it absorb th- everything but reflects this signature. Yeah, yeah, exactly. But the thing is, right now, it's it's, um, it's white light that's reflected from here, basically. Mm-hmm. Well, we still see it as brown, basically. You know what I, mean? yeah. I don't know how that works, basically. Yeah, but, yeah. Uh, no, 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 I get it. It's like, you know, the white light hits it. Yeah. And it absorbs most of the other um, colors. Colors, and it just yeah. reflects this particular one. And just wood has that kind of code or frequency that de- exactly. reflects just this yeah. particular color but we see it as brown yeah exactly and once you look into that color that it reflects yeah. you can actually see uh, a certain pattern of uh, these in the, like, gaps yeah. within the rainbow color basically yeah you know? yeah yeah and uh, through the, de- the Hubble telescope mm-hmm. when they look far they can they can basically the light the, basically the telescope works as our eyes you know the light comes and hits it and we see pictures yeah so um, the different colors they see, mm. 
uh, like you know, like they can see under the mirror microscope, and if it gives out this certain uh, pattern, yeah. that means this this is the material X. Basically, they know basically they they tested different materials oh. and they have the signatures for them. Yeah, so yeah. whenever they see this light gives out this signature, that yeah. means that planet or that asteroid has, has that, that element yeah, in it. Yeah, okay. So that's how they work right. it out. It's Yo, amazing, that's, right? That's pretty awesome. I know, it is amazing. It's a smart way to do it because I was quite wow. honestly, I never actually researched it, but I was questioning, how did they How did they know? I mean, listen, yeah, I don't mean to brag, but we humans are pretty awesome. I know, it's insane. Like, dude, that's crazy. Yeah, exactly, man. It's really insane. But basically, you know, like that guy. They use the light, yeah, yeah. in order to tell what the light ele- element or what materials there is it's, it's that's planet. reflecting the light maybe wow. it's not um, yeah like i mean they can different lights can give out like uh, different materials can give out different uh they call it yeah. signatures so maybe they look at one part of the planet and they get this reflection back so mm. they know that isn't the material whatever they look something else they say that's the, the x material so the whole point basically was that uh newton could have found that uh, could have found out if he like paid more attention or mm. like worked uh, more on it. Yeah. Well, he had other things, of course. Yeah, remember, yeah, yeah. But he didn't, he didn't, he didn't dive yeah. deep into that. Yeah. And then someone else found it later yeah. on, years mm-hmm. ago, years later. And uh, they're still using that method right now. I mean, I mean, they can find another method, maybe. But what I'm saying is, but you see, you once know what like, I'm saying? a big breakthrough happens, yeah, they kind of build on that until yeah. the next one comes. But yeah, here's the thing. I agree with you ninety percent. Okay. Okay. You're definitely right. Like when a breakthrough comes like this, which a breakthrough that had to be made by somebody who was willing to step outside of the comfort zone, you know, mm, yeah. who's willing to go. Um, I'm not all scientists, I believe. Um, not that I'm a fan of them, to be honest. <laughs> but that's a whole other thing. Uh, but you know, I'm saying, you know, the honourable ones, yeah, the true scientists, um, you know, they're always willing to push boundaries, always willing to test, always willing to discover something new. You know, what I mean, that's. That's what they're there for. Yeah, that's their essence. And um, I think that once a breakthrough, like you're saying, is being made, right? Um, they do push it, but then they they do push it for a while and always expanding it. And that's how there's always um, throughout time there's always been bursts, uh, huge bursts of um, technology advancements, yeah. of just of of great leaps, you know, at at each at each period in time, you know. But then what happens after that? Have you noticed? It, it always slows down. And, and why is that? It's because we fall into the slump. People... No, I believe it's because... Um, they, they they stay within the... the no, I mean like... The metaphorical box. No, but you, you make facts. it sound... No, you make it sound like um, breakthroughs can, can be found everywhere. You know what I mean? No, they can't. No, no they can't. But the thing right. is, if, if, if someone finds a breakthrough, mm. someone else will build on it. Like this guy who found yeah. this like a, uh, invisible light signature in the... Yeah. Under the microscope. Yeah. He he was building on Einstein's work. Yeah. Oh, sorry, not Einstein, Newton's work. Yeah. That's how he found it. Yeah. And he was working on it for years. And he wasn't looking for that specifically. Mm. He was just building, uh, like making, like finding new ways to make uh, lenses better. And he just found this accidentally. Accidentally. Yeah. yeah fair enough. Yeah. yeah and that's no, a breakthrough. No, I, I I agree with that. Kudos to that guy. But what I'm saying, <laughs> uh, but what what I'm saying is that nowadays, right? I feel like, you know, people who are doing these research and stuff like that in, 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 in all these fields, right? They, they don't... How, how, 
can I say this? No, no, I don't remember. Uh, uh, I mean, the thing really is, right, yeah, even the uh, yeah, the world right now is, is different from before as well. Yes, that's another aspect. Yes, you know, like yes. some uh, Newton from from this uh, from the, um, the yes. TV show I was watching, like Neil deGrasse Tyson's show. For Newton, basically, he was. Um, a lot of them actually, the, a lot of the scientists he mentioned weren't good at school. Mm. They they were doing their own thing basically. Like yeah. Newton, he was like kind of like a, a shut out, a shut off basically a person yeah, who was doing yeah. his own thing. Yeah. And uh, and then he like he released a paper, mm. and then another scientist that is well known stole it from him. Actually said oh. uh, Newton stole this from me. So Newton basically just like kind of shut off even more. He yeah, didn't come yeah, anymore. yeah. Just kind but, of did his yeah. own thing. Yeah. And then another scientist came and found him, and they became friends. And he was the one who made him made Newton more popular basically. But the thing is. Before he could like uh, he could do his own work, he could do the, his own research, mm. and a lot of like um, like academics as well. They had mm. their own research to do, basically to research whatever they want. They had like funding, you know. Yeah, yeah. But now a lot of the scientists are working for companies, you know. Like, a lot of them. I mean, a lot of them are in universities and stuff, so they get funding to do some some specific experiments. Yeah. But like, uh, let's see. That's NASA. a good point. I yeah, didn't, like I didn't NASA. Know. I mean, like they they fund yeah. them to work on something that is relevant. To the company yeah so a lot of them have shackles that they can't leave basically even let's say someone who is that would explain to find a lot of it that would yeah. explain a lot of it because yeah. i would have thought the nature of a scientist would always be to be you know to to pioneer to push yeah. and by doing that they would be using the formulas the the laws that they know to you know test out certain things yeah. you know what i mean when, when they're when they're i don't know whatever it is uh, yeah. testing out the effects of black holes or you know just um, yeah they do like, like a micro you know, microorganisms and all that kind of stuff yeah but you're right maybe maybe a lot of them have been shackled by uh, yeah, a lot of them do even people who do research in universities yeah. well, maybe they, they have some kind of shackles you know mm. and another <laughs> funny example as well yeah. it was um, what they call it the big bang theory okay <laughs> Sheldon basically he's been studying uh, the string theory for all his life basically yeah and, like since he was young he was fascinated and then when he yeah. came to uni yeah uh, to university he stayed as a researcher and he was researching string theory okay and uh, but he was kind of like uh, he hasn't found anything new so he, he kind of got angry mm. and he wanted to change his uh, field of study to uh, dark matter mm. and he asked the university can I change it he said no your funding was yeah. given to you for oh, the study of string theory yeah. so you can't change it I'm not sure I'm no, assuming see, this is uh, yeah, kind of like at least relevant in, to some real life situations I maybe do. that happens in real life I do I do maybe maybe they need some fresh blood huh Maybe we need some. Uh, you know what? Honest to God, though, why not? I, I think I think a lot of scientists uh, are are shackled because they need um, what's his name? All this kind of funding. Yeah. I think in order for us to progress, right? They we need to have a division. I don't know, like a division of scientists. Yeah. Oh, before uh, you said, yeah, you said the same thing a long time ago. I remember. Yeah, yeah. So like yeah. a like a council of yeah, like scientists. a council of scientists. Yeah. We need to have a division of scientists. Yeah. That's I mean, just, I'm sure there is like you know, in different countries. There are like a scientist energy be, department or something like yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, you know what? Yeah, they I deal think, with technology yeah, or whatever yeah, advancement yeah, to do yeah. with energy. You know, so I'm sure you that exists. What? You know how they, there's um, uh, there's different departments. You know, I said like the energy, there's the Ministry of Defense, there's yeah, yeah. health and education, there's yeah, yeah. all of these heads and you know that deal with different aspects of society and yeah. humanity, right? Sure. I think we should have like a like some sort of you know, like a council of body, like like a body of council for like scientists, right? Okay. That, uh, which I believe, yeah, if for the pure, pure advancement of humanity, right? I think all scientists, yeah, 
who have you know who have any interest in science should pay some sort of like I know this might be a bit controversial like some sort of tax to this council right and, uh, and I know just a mean, very small percentage which no, 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 be used very small no chance think about it listen you know you know research costs quite a lot it the does. machines they use yeah and a lot but of them pay a little bit pay a little bit uh, and you know trust what me, we do? a lot but and what happened to NASA it. what happened to NASA now I'm pretty sure they're like they're more or less shut down right I'm not even yeah, sure kinda yeah but they think, do their research but, but yeah. People, but you know, the thing is, yeah. this is not just the government, though. I know. It's the people as well. I mean, they mean? won't see, like, yeah. the, the government needs, need to basically um, convince the people mm. that there is a need for, like, uh, institutions like NASA and space uh, exploration or some research into a specific place. The because they have to assign some tax, like, yeah. a, a, little, a little of the tax money yeah, that, that people pay yeah. to that. And it's not a little, it's actually quite a significant amount. Yeah, and the, the only way, and, be, you know. yeah, the only way that's ever gonna happen is if you say whatever you're doing has a military application. Yeah, I know. Right? <laughs> you're gonna get approved. <laughs> oh my god, that's the only so way. So fast, yeah, it's crazy. Oh my you know, god. but uh, but because of that, right? I think that there's a lot of opportunities that that we're missing out on. Yeah, yeah. And uh, you know what? That that also this is why I. You know, I, I'm, I'm doing my own research. Yeah? <laughs> I, and, and I think, you know, what? Yeah, um, I don't have a lot of uh, professional <laughs> experience mm. in, the, in the scientific field. But I think that, logically speaking, there could be some major breakthroughs that we could make if we look at, if we focus on a few other things. Things that a lot of scientists don't want to focus on because you know, it's, such, it's set on stone. For example, gravity, and I know we've discussed this before on, uh, on our podcast and before ourselves as well, but you know what, I'm, I'm, I've done some research into a few other things, and uh, if anyone has been listening to any of our recent podcasts, uh, you would realize that, uh, hint, hint, uh, tall, gray, white, yeah? <laughs> I'm, I'm not going to say more because we don't really want to dive into that whole thing. <laughs> no Let's judge. just say Darasi is a skeptic. But um, yeah, so just have a look at some of our previous podcasts uh, if you want to really dive into that. But what I've, what I've come to the conclusion is that um, I don't think that, I, I think there's a lot more we can learn from gravity that, uh, that, that we haven't really looked at that. We haven't really looked at gravity from different point of views. Okay, for us, okay, <laughs> let's just break this down. Okay. First of all, right, we don't really truly know what gravity is. Mm-hmm. I, I think, I think uh, so far it's the, the, cons- the consensus, I guess. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. The, it's the it's warp in space time. Yeah, okay, you can say that. Yeah, and funny enough, the space actually just uh, like a f- not figured out, like I just I learned from that same show actually. Yeah. <laughs> that space time, basically, that dark matter, dark energies, that's mm. what makes up space time. Yeah. So, basically, like uh, they're saying, the bigger the mass, yeah. the more it curves, yeah. the more it pulls things uh, towards it. Mm. And that's how everything basically is held together. Now, you see, now that I, f- I find that interesting, okay? Yeah. But here's the thing, though, right? I think that we should be looking at that effect, and we should be looking at gravity, but we should be looking at it from a different point of view. Okay. Like what view? I mean, like, it just pulls things. Right. So that's the thing. What happens if we were to find out how that effect is working? I, I guess that's what every scientist is trying to do. They, they, they were trying to find out what gravity is, and yeah. you know what I mean. Uh, but if we could find out how to replicate a reverse version, uh, a reverse effect version of gravity, yeah. then technically. 
know, we'd be actually... entering into the realm of like fantasy because yeah, we'd be yeah. talking along the lines of I don't want to use the word. <laughs> we'd be talking about force fields. <laughs> <laughs> okay, okay. Let's let's say this then. Let's we say would, this. Yeah, like, yeah. yeah, that is true. But let's say let's say we figure out uh, how to reverse gravity. Mm. And uh, no, let's not reverse. Yeah, kind of like uh, let's say I could tell you the the implications of that and how it would benefit a lot of people. Think of it this way. No, I'm talking if about. We, how okay. it destructs the entire universe, but okay. Okay, go on, go okay, on. No, basically, like, um, mm-hmm. let's say, mm-hmm. you know, gravity right now, basically, the bigger the mass, mm-hmm. the more it pulls, right? Yeah. So, let's say, now, the bigger the mass, the more it pushes. Mm. Now, that's the reverse, right? Yeah. So, let's say the Earth now pushes instead of pulls. Yeah. First of all, where would it go? <laughs> Second of all, what would we'll it be ping-ponging around the universe. Yeah, exactly, yeah. And I remember, like, actually, yeah. in, um, Neil deGrasse Tyson, he said, basically, the... The asteroids, you know, like even if uh, you, even if they hit like another asteroid, they just tap it, you know, it changes yeah. the direction slightly. Yeah. Eventually, it does change the like the direction massively to yeah. where it's reaching, basically. You know what I mean? Yeah. And that's just it not changes the whole trajectory. Logical. Yeah. Exactly, it's logical. Yeah. You know, I mean, even if it's like a ball right now beside yeah. you, yeah. and you just change its direction slightly and you keep yeah. let it keep going, eventually it would yeah. actually go so like far away, meters from away from where you actually wanted it to be. Exactly. I mean, that's just normal. Yeah. But, but in the cosmic scale, mm-hmm. if Earth were to push anything mm. right now, mm. so it could go into the sun and burn up, mm-hmm. like everyone else, basically, like everyone mm-hmm. in his dead, True. True. or it could kind of disappear and kind of like drift away from mm. the solar system. But True. long ago, long before that, we'd yeah. be frozen to death, definitely. Fair enough. But you, you're looking at it but from I mean, the wrong side. No, no, but think, it, mm. think about the effects, though. Yeah. I mean, millions, maybe billions of years, maybe. I'm not sure if the, like the, the number of planets around and the number of stars maybe kind of like corrects over time. Yeah. But if it does push now, push something slightly right now, like let's say planet Mars, if yeah. it goes past it, it pushes yeah. it away. Yeah. Let's say that goes traveling across the yeah. solar system and pushes something else and then that yeah. pushes something. It's kind of like a domino effect. Yeah, yeah. But yeah. like I'm saying, it could it could be a major effect or it could eventually, after mil- millions of years, the, the kind of like the number of stars and the mm. number of uh, like gravitational bodies mm. corrects everything yeah. and everything works out fine. It would Maybe. Some, it would have some lasting damages. Exactly, yeah. yeah. It could be massive or it could be uh, small. You know, one knows. Fair enough. But and why you would know we what? want an anti-gravity thing? Now, here's the thing. Mm. Oh, you mean like you're talking about like sci-fi thing, handheld type shit? No. <laughs> well, not quite that far. But yeah, <laughs> you know, you're right. If we were to reverse the full effects of Earth, yeah, even though I don't know how we would do that on such a mass scale, but if we were, yeah. it could have devastating effects, obviously, yeah, right? But here's the thing, right? What if we did that on a more smaller scale, right? Maybe not handheld, but what if we can... Because basically, if you reverse the effects of gravity, uh, right, and, and, and you could contain it to such a small thing, what happens? It becomes a propel... It, it, it becomes a, a... What's the word for it? Propulsion, a propulsion thing, yeah. yeah propel, no, propellant. Yeah. Well, <laughs> that's, a, that's, that's something else. Although technically it pushes. So. Yeah, yeah. Propellant. It, yeah. Oh, no, 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 Basically no. becomes like a type of um, propulsion fuel. system. Yeah, 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 yeah. A system, you know, a system that can move things. You know what I mean? Kind of like a rocket with fire would shoot something up. This is another way of doing that, right? And then now, now, then we're entering into a whole new field, right? Mm-hmm. We're entering into a whole new field, right? Yeah. So just quickly touching. Uh, I mean, if quickly touch on aliens right if there was i know i know i know this guy with his sighing expression right just quickly touching on that if there was right and they did have a ship right yeah you would wonder 
they would have to be traveling faster than the speed of light for them to get anywhere in these solos. Mm, like, in no. the, they would have to be. They don't have to. They would have to be to get anywhere within reasonable speeds. But you're talking about you're talking as if you know exactly how long they left. No, no, you don't no, know no. how long how long they they live for. Yeah. And when they left, you don't know when they left. Maybe they left millions of years ago. You don't know shit. Okay, so let's maybe they live forever. Fair you enough. Know? Fair enough. Let's leave aliens alone. Yeah. If we were to be able to make a ship, right, that could travel from 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 this uh, from Earth to distant planets, not even on our solar system, right? Mm-hmm. Planets that are we're talking hundreds, uh, hundreds, close to the thousands of years. Of light years away, light years, bro. Yeah. Right, which you know, is the it, fastest it, thing actually, that we know. Remember, we talked about before about yeah. um, how long it took a Voyager yeah. to to yeah, to the outer solar yeah, system. Yeah, yeah. And it took forty years, and it was traveling at around I think seventy thousand kilometers an hour, something yeah, like that. Right? Yeah, yeah. But light, if uh, light from here, actually, mm. like I remember research a few days ago. Yeah. Because I remember the question we had before, like uh, how long would light take to reach. Um, the edge of the universe. Yeah, exactly. And actually, before we were talking about how to commu- how people like how NASA was communicating with this Voyager one. Yes. It wasn't by light, by the way. Yeah. It was just radio waves. Uh, but that's still light. Mm, it's okay. actually is is one of the invisible light and light spectrum basically. Okay. But anyway, mm-hmm. um, light takes a few hours yeah. to reach from here to Pluto. Okay. It's not a planet, but it's still at the edge. Yeah, okay. You know what I mean? Fair it's, a, uh, it's a dwarf star, something like that. I can't remember yeah, what yeah, called yeah, it. Yeah, but anyway, yeah, yeah. so it takes a few hours, maybe three, four hours, to, uh-huh. to reach the edge of the, the solar system. Yeah. So if we do create a spaceship yeah. that can travel the, space of, uh, the speed of light, yeah. we can theoretically reach uh, exactly, planets, yeah, habitable yeah, planets. Yeah. Maybe take years, but mm, mm. theoretically we can. Theoretically we can. Difficult to inside, of course. Exactly. That that leads on to another point of mine, okay? So if we were to create um, some sort of um, ship, ship yeah. yeah, I don't want to say ship because when you start entering ship, everybody kind of closely uh, yeah. starts so, to dismiss the whole say, idea. Uh, um, I, I will, we'll stick with ship yeah. Yeah, for for the sake spaceship, of convenience. Yeah. yeah, all right. So yeah, in order to make a spaceship that can travel uh, these great distances, you will need something that can travel at the speed of light while also not completely, you know, destroying flatten us. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> right? So, uh, the conclusion I had come to, due to my research in in, in other things, <laughs> air quotes, other things, yeah, um, is that I, I think gravity could be the key for that. Yeah? If we can find some sort of gravity propulsion, right? Mm-hmm. By and, and and how would we do this? Um, I'm thinking. I'm thinking that it would be somewhere along the lines of looking at the the effects of um, like magnets. You know? Okay, I know what you mean. Yeah, yeah. yeah you know how two when you bring two magnets positive together, positive and positive yeah. poles, they push each other. Apart. Yeah, they push each other. That's uh, that's okay. the thing. That's more like a what you call it, the electro uh, electro field. Yeah, yeah. Electron, uh, magnetic field. Magnetic field. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I think I think I think the key the is somewhere is, there. I don't know though. I mean, like, how can you push stuff using that? I mean, what are you pushing stuff you stuff against the Earth? If you do push yourself against the Earth, yeah, and, the, and the Earth's mass is greater than ours, the Earth doesn't move. We move. Yeah, we'll move. Yeah. But we'll probably move too fast. Exactly. Maybe not the speed of Earth. Yeah. Speed of, what the fuck? Light. Saying. Maybe not speed of light. <laughs> yeah. But it will be too fast for us. The G-force will flatten the shit out of us. Exactly. So it doesn't fix the problem. Exactly. Yet. Which leads to my second idea for this yeah. ship. We need to have a force field around it. Okay, I don't want to use the force field, but yeah, we would have like some sort of device where it would have the reverse effect of gravity. Just okay. think about it. Gravity, the that actual effect of gravity on the Earth. Like that would that. affect the propulsion, no? 
No, and we wouldn't. If anything, it would complement it. I think it's think about it, this one. If, if, okay, it's constantly, if it's constantly pushing anything that uh, that came near it away, like because the way gravity works is when you when you when you enter its range of gravity, when you enter the range where gravity can affect you, yeah. it starts to pull you in. Yeah, slowly. Right? Yeah. It starts to pull you in slowly, especially the uh, the closer you are to the outer reaches of it. Yeah. Right? You can basically keep uh, like uh, you can orbit and all exactly, that. It goes yeah. lower yeah, and lower. Yeah, yeah. And eventually, you just go through the atmosphere yeah. and. And the closer yeah. you come to the uh, to the center of this uh, this gravitational pull, the stronger the pull is. Yeah. Right. So the reverse of it would be that the that the that the the closer you are to the outer edge of this proposed force field, right, would be pushing you away slowly. But the closer you come to it, the farther, you know, the harder no, no, it pushes no, no, you I away. Know, I understand that. I mean, like, okay, let's say you cre- you do create this spaceship, and then you, you know, you're, you're on the you're on the ground, and then you propel yourself, right, and you have this force field as well. Yeah. Let's say you have it as well. Yeah. So you don't get flattened inside. Yeah. And then you because you it get would, propelled. It would nullify. It would nullify the effects. Of the, the speed that you're going at. Okay. Wouldn't it? It would. I, I'm not sure I understand, I, I, but we'll go back. We'll go back now, okay? okay? All right. Okay. So let's say you do take off. Yeah. And then, you know, you leave the atmosphere and stuff uh-huh. like that. Okay. And once again, there's also the atmosphere the atmosphere there so there's a lot of friction once you leave yeah. so you will you will get slowed down as well yeah fair enough yeah. and eventually you do exit yeah. and in space there's nothing to stop you there there's mm. no there's no air there's nothing mm. so you, there's nothing to slow you down so you yeah. keep going at that constant speed until yeah. you hit something right yeah so let's say that speed because it was lowered mm. is quite slow <laughs> okay and then uh, how long would it take to reach anything and plus if you do get like if uh, if your trajectory basically like um, is heading towards a collision with a planet or an asteroid or something, how would you steer? Uh, okay. If now the, you've entered into the uh, the airfield part. The, yeah, I mean like, exactly. The not concluded part of this uh, of this theory. Yeah. All right. I, I can think of a way, but it's as crazy as yours. <laughs> so, like, <laughs> before before you. Because I do want to hear that theory. Because that, cause, cause that for me is the, is the only kind of problem I would have with this theory. Is <laughs> this steering. You're just going to gamble. <laughs> you can travel the speed of light, but you don't choose where you're going. <laughs> no, but when you think about it, right, the only thing that ever works outside of it in space is gravity. Right? Yeah. When you think about it, other than light itself, nothing else can, you know, determine. Yeah, there are no forces yeah, other the, than this, the, gravity. Yeah, exactly. There's no forces other than gra- gravity that's out there. So it only makes sense that in order for you to accelerate, decelerate, you'd use some form of gra- gravity. That's true. Or something that affects gravity in some sort of way. It would be like a dangerous, dangerous flight, I think. Yeah, of course because, it would be, man. Because, yeah, because my idea is mm. to use that force field you have yeah. to make it basically like a... We put a monkey in the first ship, it's okay. <laughs> we could risk a monkey. Oh, my God. Yeah? No, so basically, like, um, the field has to be quite massive. Uh, it has yeah. to because basically yeah, let's say you make it in like two miles yeah. that's massive right wow yeah, two yeah. miles yeah. really okay let's say maybe okay. shorter I don't know but it right, has to be quite enough. big why what makes because you say that because the, the idea I have is that if, if anything enters mm. this field yeah the the ship kind of get, gets pushed or yeah. it pushes the other thing you yeah, know it's true. like earth like you said yeah. you're like been taken off yeah. because the, ma- the mass of earth is much bigger yeah. we get propelled yeah. the earth doesn't move yeah, exactly. so that's what I'm saying if yeah. we have that field yeah. if the asteroid is, uh, has more mass than us we get propelled, we get propelled. Yeah. and then yeah. we, we go to the other direction yeah. and then there's something else there so we yeah. get propelled the div- yeah. Like away yeah. Yeah. but this way yeah. if let's say you're at the let's say there is uh, 
you're 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 not driving, flying, flying. I don't know. Yeah. Just uh, sailing, just yeah. sailing yeah. in space. Yeah. And uh, there is an asteroid field, or I don't know whatever they call it. Basically, mm-hmm. it's kind of like a big street of asteroids. Yeah, you know? yeah, yeah. And you're at the Astro edge of belt. it. Yeah. Asteroid belt. Yeah. Yeah. So okay, so you're at the edge of it, not yeah. in the middle of it. Yeah. Good at the point. edge of it, right? Yeah. And let's say you go to the edge of it, yeah. and there's something on the right side of. Uh, you know, like let's the say ship, one o'clock yeah. of the ship basically. Okay, yeah. So the ship goes near it and it gets propelled to the left. Uh-huh. And then it goes. There's not there's no asteroids anymore because you're at the edge of the asteroid, right? Uh-huh. And the asteroid ah. is over there. So you yeah. go left mm. and then so how do you turn back to oh, see that comes back to the problem with this theory. I mean you can still have rockets in it. Yeah, you can still like move yeah. it with rockets. Yeah, I uh, guess. I guess just, there's a lot of problems with this. Yeah, although oh, no, it, could, no, it could no. work though. Yeah, no. See, you see if, what if I mean? you can figure it out, yeah. though, of course. See, of course. <laughs> listen. So it comes down to three things, then, right? Mm. It comes down to three things. It comes down to first of all, uh, um, being able to make a some sort of gravity generator. Pro- yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, like a gravity generator, yeah, like yeah, some sort know. of gravity propulsion system yeah. that um, can reverse. So yes. basically, it can, it can create gravity or or at least replicate the reverse effect of gravity, which so. I'm gonna lean towards. I think the, 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 the key thing is uh, before even all of this, we mm. need to figure out. Not we. I mean, like scientists, yeah. they need to figure out what gravity is. In yeah, the first exactly. Place. I mean, they say it's. But a, then this this leads back to the first thing I was saying. Is mm. the problem is that exactly. they're if, not if willing is, to think yeah. outside of the box of Einstein. Yeah. If it is as Einstein said, mm. like curvature in space time then we can never use that system because the spaceship is not big enough at all to affect anything in the space-time. It's not big. If it has to be big enough or it has to create some ah, kind yes. of mass. Well, you mean in terms of mass. To yeah, create point, gravity, you know what I mean? Point, so yeah, there's point, no mass good there. Point, yeah. All right, so we're not trying to create gravity, okay? Mm. We're just trying to create the effect. And I think the, How? Thing, I, I think the key is in uh, the magnetic field. I think we need to find something that reacts to gravity. Uh, so maybe field, so once again, again okay so let's lean let, thinking outside the box yeah. don't try and create gravity if that's a bigger if, it, if that's a big task find something that but like reacts we said, to gravity the only force in space is gravity yeah but what reacts to gravity everything mass yeah. mass reacts to gravity so we need to find some sort of um, some sort of way to condense mass yeah. yeah, you can do that. Condense I mean, you know, that's, that's, how, that's how mass... Black holes. Mass. Yeah. <laughs> I know, you said you said mass first and then you changed it to mass. You slipped up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. it's just in a tongue. Yeah, yeah. No, no, but you know, there is... Uh, that's how black holes are I mean, created. Yeah. You know, they actually... I never actually researched what black holes are. Mm. I mean, I know they have massive gravitational, uh, gravitational pull mm. and even light can escape it. Yeah. I understood that. Yeah. But actually from the show Space Odyssey, Space yeah. Time Odyssey, Space Odyssey uh, yeah. uh, Neil deGrasse Tyson basically described the black hole as a, kind of like a collapsed star. Mm. Which they, That's what they always call it, collapsed star creates black hole. Mm-hmm. But I actually thought it was an actual hole, you know? <laughs> yeah, but they say it's a spherical hole, which is yeah, weird, yeah. but it's not. Basically what he says is the, it's the the mass of the entire star kind of condenses into this small object. Yeah. Like a really small, like a mile, like a few miles long, basically, like in the equator. Yeah. That's how small it is. Yeah. And all of that gravity is still there because the mass is there. Yeah. So the more it condenses, the more gravity there is. Yeah. So that's what that, like, uh, they call it the event horizon. Yeah. And that's where light cannot escape right at the edge. That's the circle we see. And mm-hmm. But we can't see the, the thing inside. The, the actual because the star because it's, it's because so there's no light yeah there's yeah. no light escaping so yeah. we can't see it yeah. that's how we see things wow yeah. isn't that crazy so that so raises two points how does it look like on the inside 
most of them we don't know exactly it could and be like how can we create one yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah that's true <laughs> if we can create like miniature black holes maybe we can like prepare ourselves in, yeah. in space yeah yeah now we're actually going into actual science now. exactly yeah, <laughs> okay. I mean, yeah miniature black holes i mean yeah. obviously in, we want to contain it because if you if create too much or too fast you will be sucked yourself. into it yeah, yeah. yeah just like sparks sparks of black hole you know actually they can't see black holes Exactly. Because so, there's no landscape, right? And this so they is can't why, capture it. Exactly. And this, yeah, uh, this leads to a side point. Yeah. Actually, we, side talked about, we talked about it before, yeah, a long did. time ago. Yeah, we yeah. did, we did, we did. But I think this is an update on our... Uh, oh, okay, well, go for I, it. I would like to call yeah. our project, but you're not our fully... Our ongoing... Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> that uh, I think this is the key to finding something that's faster than the speed of light. Oh, it's okay. Which is my side project. Huh? Yeah, but that's, that's, that's still the same thing as investigating gravity because gravity is the thing that's not that's causing light to not escape because yeah. light is made of particles you know like it's it called is made photons. of particles yeah. but, but but light is going so fast that it can't you know what i mean like, yeah but the thing is um, it still can't escape gravity because gravity it's not, is but it's not about speed though it's about yeah. the particles the photons themselves they can't escape that much gravity i guess i mean if it does escape it obviously just continues because there's, yeah. there's basically zero acceleration it just goes straight from zero to 300,000 no 300 million meters per second that's yeah. how fast light is it goes straight like that you know yeah. so but it can, the photons themselves they can't escape I think the gravity. key I think the key to traveling because you know what they, uh, I don't want to really get right around aliens but you know in, in the in the fantasy of um, alien ships and that when you see them just go beaming like yeah. so fast into like um, uh, out of space yeah. and you know when they warp speed yeah warp speed exactly yeah it, it I'm comes sure they go- call them warp speed as in because of warps space time which is another thing that, that's what uh, so what the hell is space time by the way what space is it time. it's what? basically it's you know like uh, what this you know right now um, all the objects in space like uh, planets stars mm-hmm. planets and stars and whatnot mm-hmm. and and okay. uh, basically the planets and stars they say that the only way mm. they can be staying together like this yeah. is if they have something that, uh, you know, like we would say, like a force is, uh, what do you call it? If, uh, if, they, if you apply a force, you get an equal and uh, yeah, uh, opposite reaction. Yeah. They say there has to be something yeah. that's affecting these stars to mm. keep them where they are right now. Mm. Yeah. Because if they have gravity, then why are they not pulling everything around? I mean, there are like, there's gravity everywhere, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, but the stars are quite far apart. Yeah. But why are they not moving? I mean, like, why are they still in the same relative space? Gotcha. I mean, if they're not... Mm-hmm. Exactly, if they're just kind of floating around, you know? And but they do it, move, they do move. Like, the solar system right now, it moves millions, maybe billions of miles an hour. Really? Inside, within, yeah, within the, the within galaxy. Yeah. And the galaxy itself moves at a much, much higher speed. Through the... Through the universe, it's, it's mm, moving. It's mm. not staying in one place. Mm. But when they're talking about how, why is it staying in the relatively the same space, you know mm. what I mean? The galaxy could it be because the, they're going at the same speeds? It's like two cars yeah, 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 rushing no, no. down but, a motorway. Yeah, when they're but going the at the same is, speed, they just it looks re- like they're still. No, no, I know what you mean. Yeah, yeah, but everything else moves as well inside. Mm. Different speeds inside, and it stays here yeah, in the same relative uh, space. But if you keep going to the bigger and bigger yeah. scale. Yeah. Everything's still the same like place. Yeah. So what yeah. they're saying basically, there has to be some kind of matter there mm. that kind of interacts with gravity. Yeah. So that's what yeah, they, I do. Yeah, and which, then yeah, and then that's you know like a, introducing yeah, black, black matter. matter. Yeah, black <laughs> matter and black hell energies. Yeah, hell yeah. Yeah. So this is because 
they they saying that exists because of its effect, if it's mm. apparent effect. Mm. Remember last time we talked about uh, we black holes and you said the only way they know it's there is mm. because of its effect. That's true. Yeah, that's the only way they know because things are going around it, but they don't see anything in the middle. Yeah. So there must be something there. And yeah. That's what that's what they said. It's a black uh, black uh, black hole. So they don't, they don't actually have pictures of it because there's no light yeah. coming out. Yeah. So, so the only the only way they know black holes are there mm. is because of its apparent effect. And the only way they know uh, black matter is there and black energies is because if it's not there, mm. then they can't figure out how everything is working. You know, everything is staying like it's it is. Relatively same. Exactly. Yeah. 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 So you know what? Yeah, that's good. Uh, I, I, I think there's something there. Yeah, yeah. I think there's something there that needs to be researched. Yeah. So, in uh, so to conclude all of this, basically, yeah. what what we're trying to say is that um, scientists needs to think outside the box. I, I, I it's it's showing. That's your conclusion. That, that, like, like that, that is my conclusion. That is my conclusion. I think the scientists are doing what they that, what they can, but I feel like like it's happened time again in the past. They are. Um, you know, falling into a bit of a rut, as I can mm. say, where they're not fully thinking outside of the box because they, because they're so trusting of the laws that we know. Uh, mm. I, I think I, 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 th- I believe my conclusion is mm. that uh, the shackles need to be removed from scientists. Actually, even Neil deGrasse Tyson, once again, I mentioned him. Yeah. Because he's like one of the most like popular scientists because he's like doing interviews and stuff. Yeah, yeah. So and he said basically like, celebrity um, among the scientists. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> so and he said basically that. Um, the American government where mm-hmm. it is yeah. uh, they say like they're, they're cutting funds yeah. like, to different like to museums to yeah. to research basically in general and uh, that's why it's affecting that's why affecting you know like if it, if obviously affects the results they can't mm-hmm. find out results if they can't use certain machines if they can't buy certain materials if they can't you know yeah. if they yeah. don't have the money to do anything that's, that's a good point so I think the shackles need to be a bit released and to be that, uh, that could be applied. But, uh, do you think that? Do you think that gravity can be used um, uh, w- with the obviously if some scientists were have their shackle removed, or if we can find yeah. a few people who I don't know who's to say it's not ourselves. Or not. <laughs> just, <laughs> <Maybe>. saying, <laughs> just saying, but if you can find a few scientists who are willing to, who didn't need the funding, I don't know, maybe they had like some rich yeah. benefactor or something. Um, they were given the freedom, and they did, that they did that they do dive into this. Do you think? that using gravity that we could find something that's faster than the speed of light and potentially faster than the speed of light I'm enter really, into the realm of space travel I'm not sure about finding something faster than the speed of light because like we said the, you, you said the, the key right, to space that, travel maybe space uh, improve space travel yeah maybe okay. uh, like investigate and drive uh, gravity right. not affecting because I'm pretty sure uh, I'm, I think they can't create gravity they can create artificial gravity by, it's called, uh, what do you call it, what did they call it? Um, fusion. No, no, no. Perfect. No, fusion. No, fusion. This guy. Oh, no, I just threw a random it's word nuclear out. energy. <laughs> no, 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 no. It's like um, centrifugal force, something mm. like that. You know, like when um, space, you know, astronauts, space, yeah. space scientists, are, uh, well, that exists, so, but astronauts. Technically, yes. Yeah, yeah. Scientists are, yeah. you know, astronauts are space scientists. Exactly. Okay. No, no, but when uh, they have to, like, uh, do training to mm. go space. Mm. They put them in this machine. Uh, I've seen a video of it before, I think. And they put them in this machine mm-hmm. that kind of like spins them around. Mm. Like uh, they're at the very edge of it, basically. And like, uh, it's kind of like an arm. Mm-hmm. They sit at the end and then it kind of spins them around ah, faster and faster. Yeah, yeah. Because that creates uh, G force. Yeah, the effect of G force. Exactly. Yeah. The, the G force, which is increases the gravity they, they feel. 
and they, they feel these things when, uh, when that rocket goes up because mm. the rocket is going against gravity so it has to go fast basically fast enough yeah, to go yeah, against gravity yeah. and that creates more g-force mm. you know what I mean? Now you see, there uh, you go. Equal and opposite reactions, see? Eh? Yeah. Although, like, uh, so the faster it goes, the more gravity will affect it, basically. Mm. That's what it is about. It'll, it'll keep going faster. But, I think um, there's something yeah, there, yeah. though. I think there's something. Maybe not gravity, but something else. Something I don't know, that man. Can I don't know. You're, you're the little bit of a skeptic here. I'm not. I'm, I'm not. the optimist. No, no. I'm saying you're saying there's black holes there. Maybe not black holes. I think there's something. I think if they, if, if they start looking into magnetic fields, mm. or even like you're saying, maybe have some sort of propulsion system, something that's moving fast that can create g-force underneath some sort of spaceship with a magnetic effect, we could end up making either our own synthetic gravity or something that can, like the opposite of gravity, that 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 pushes away rather than pulls, and that could enter us into the space age. We'll see what happens in the future. All right. To be it continued. will be interesting, definitely. All right. That's fine, guys. I think we'll leave you there for today. Uh, thank you for listening and tuning to the next episode. All right, man. See you. Peace. Peace.